This week's episode of Here's What I'll Get is brought to you in part by Who Gives a Shit with CJ and Adam. It's a uh, podcast where they completely stole our format right down to doing the news in between their issues. This time brought in as Who Gives a Shit, but uh, it's, it's pretty good. I checked out their first few episodes are out. Uh, CJ was on the podcast last week and talked about it. And uh, yeah, so if you're looking for something to listen to, give them a shot. They're just starting out, so it's a little rough around the edges. But I mean, I think everybody is when they first start. And if they're kind of a non sequitur as far as two people hosting a podcast together, uh, enjoyable, definitely enjoyable. And if you like Cripple Jesus, you'll like having it in that show because Cripple Jesus is the me of that show. So who gives a shit? Go check it out. It's on. It's I think it's on Apple, iTunes, everything. I downloaded on Podcast Addict. And I don't have their website written down because I'm an asshole. So, uh, sorry about that. I guess I, I blew it. I fumble at the I fumble at the one yard line. Hello, and welcome back to here's what I don't get from north to south, east to west. The only formerly intercoastal. Sp- Intercoastal Pacific State Highway podcast <laughs> to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handle Breaker, and with me, as always, Tab Bert. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're trying to live stream this episode and start live streaming as a thing that we do for the show. But, uh, and I can, we're already getting insulted in the comments. <laughs> so it's definitely I mean, working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 222. We are we're doing this, doing it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> it's finally warmed up again uh, across the southern states. We found out that a giant pipe burst in the front yard. <laughs> That's right. All this water is flowing down the driveway yesterday and today. But with the with it warming up. With it warming up, it's like oh, it's all the snow melting. Like, yeah. That's a fuckload of snow, <laughs> and it just keeps running and running. And so we're in the middle of recording earlier this afternoon, and there's a knock at the door. And <laughs> never a good sign when there's a knock at the door nope so i go answer the door and it's the neighbor i think they cross the street neighbor and he's like hey um you've got a burst pipe up here i was i was looking i I thought maybe it was first melting snow but then i thought there was way too much flow yeah yeah and uh and so i uh, pull this cover off of this pipe that comes out of the ground goes back into the ground i don't know why it's above ground but that burst Apparently during some at some point during the deep freeze the last two weeks. Yeah. So I just want to say that uh, I'm declaring this a national disaster zone and I'm going to require the federal government to give me 60 million dollars to fix it. (laughs) Texas is totally fucked. Those people had no idea what they were doing. No, but it's warming up for them. I here's the thing, though, like it's not that it it doesn't get cold in Texas, though. It doesn't get that cold. It doesn't get into single digits for multiple days. (laughs) Like even here, we'll get single digits. It'll be yeah, I guess so. In this the span of late January, early February, when we really that's when we really yeah, really get yeah. cold. It'll be like tonight. The low is going to be eleven, and you're like, oh, <laughs> high of thirty two, low of eleven. You're like, yeah. oh, it's gonna be cold. Uh, it's never high of eleven, low of minus seven. I think uh, that's how low we got one day overnight Not without wind chill. Without wind chill. Who gives a shit about the wind chill? Because that's how it actually feels. Yeah. It's a, wind chill's a scam. Yeah, but also it lets you bump your numbers up. Like uh, like one week's worth of numbers. A week ago today, mm-hmm. 
the wind chill at its lowest was negative 30 degrees. Holy shit. Today's high is, is 50 something? 60 degrees. Oh, 60. It, that's a ne- that's a 90 degree difference in temperature. Wow. 90 degree difference in temperature in seven days. We might be taking the top down on the way back to dropping you off. If it's really 60 out there. Yeah, it's it was miserable. I did not enjoy any of that. And in fact, I'd like to go back and undo it. Yeah. I was uh I came inside from shoveling the driveway last week and my dad asked me how it was out there and I said I'm pretty sure it's minus 2. And he said minus 2. It's supposed to be warming up. I didn't think it was going to be that cold and I said no, it's definitely minus 2 out there cuz I'm freezing my balls <laughs> off. <laughs> also uh that's, that that is warming up. <laughs> that is that was the crazy thing. I uh I ran my sister some like miscellaneous furniture over and you know, I did it in my car, and the way you do that is you take the top down and pile it in the back seat. Yeah, and it was forty degrees outside, but I'm driving with the top down at forty, and I'm like, "It's actually pretty nice out here." <laughs> I felt like one of those assholes like I was complaining yep. about a couple months, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah it's uh, I'll be, it'll be curious to see how much damage this causes, and if it's going to cause any changes, like uh, that's that ice storm we had in Tulsa when we were in high school that knocked out power oh, for a week yeah. across most that's of the greater right. Tulsa area. That was all caused, that storm was, that power outage was all caused by uh, the ice buildup built up on the trees, trees, right? And then that fell and broke the lines. Well, the reason why that happened was because PSO got real fucking lazy about trimming. Yeah, not doing doing their their job. They're trimming. And it's like, oh, if we just don't trim, that's like $60,000 a year that we can just give to the CEO. And uh, that really came back to bite them. But, of course, the way they solved that was by charging the PSO customers a surcharge yes. for fixing the electricity that broke because they fucked up their jobs. Yeah. It was unbelievable. So I'm sure you'll see something like that in Texas, too. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. With the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what have you been up to this week? Play any good games? Any good games? No. No. I no. tried to play Valheim. Holy shit, did I not enjoy that? I could have told you you wouldn't have enjoyed that. It's, it's a sticking rock game. It's in. a sticking rock game. And I didn't know what that meant until now. We should have said it was Minecraft. Everyone yeah. kept calling it Skyrim. It's That's, Minecraft. They almost got me. I read an article. It was like it was like how Val is like uh, how Valheim takes um, not experience. Uh, it was like how Valheim was influenced by uh, Zelda and Skyrim. So I read the thing in there, and it was an article with one maybe like the lead developer, yeah. one of the developers. They're like. You know, really what we wanted was this sort of narrative, like, uh, they were talking about how, like, the systems didn't get in the way of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe this might be the one for me, because yeah. I was reading it this before <laughs> yeah. we tried it. This was the stuff that I read, too, that yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought, okay, I kind of, they're talking about a narrative, there's no narrative that I discovered. <laughs> Uh, granted, I only played for an hour, but that's what—that's my giving a game a chance. Sure, time yeah, is an yeah. hour. You—you uh, you, you should be able to tell whether or not there will be a narrative. I what I within fi- an hour. What I figured out is this. Okay, it's I can now tell a game if I will hate or like a game okay. by one thing, which is you pull up the inventory and if it's a bunch of fucking squares with shit in them and you have to click and assign stuff, I'm out. Hmm. That is Minecraft, Zelda, Valheim, Dark Souls, uh, uh, dozens of other RPG games where you just collect shit and then you use it to do other shit. Okay. okay. And 
as much as Skyrim is like that and Fallout is like that, it's not a boxes, it's a list. And huh. I think that is the big difference between a game that's all visual, sure. right? That's all about the spectacle and you switching things is that these are pictures of weapons. I understand the picture of a weapon, yeah. which means I don't have to have voice actors because I can just go in and and Google translate yeah. the text of yeah. this axe will kill anybody uh -huh. into whatever fucking farcical language you want. You can put it in Swedish chef huh. for all I care versus a game like fallout, a game like, Skyrim where it's this list and there's a lot of details and every and you can name these weapons yeah. and all that stuff. That's all in there is a list and because there's voice actors and things it's not you know what it is because you're reading not because you are just seeing. I think that's the big difference between these games. So, I'm sure it has it definitely has a user base for some people. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's the new biggest game on Steam. It's the new it was last Monday. They announced they had hit two million in sales. On Friday, they announced Friday morning they announced they had hit three million. Wow. Andrew Bircher says, uh, "So Tab hates hotkeys." Yes, I do. I do hate hotkeys. So instead, I I was looking for something to play. I decided to pick up Postal Four again. Okay. Postal Three was not made by um, Running with Scissors. It was made by somebody else. Oh really? And it was dog shit. Was that one in first person? That or? one was in third person. Four is in first person. Four is back in first person, but okay. I think there's a plan to make it third person as an option. Cool. Uh, but I got it when it first came out, and it's in alpha. It's in like JPS alpha. Yeah, yeah. And when I first got it, it was absolutely unplayable. Like whole areas of the map wouldn't load for me, and I true alpha. Yeah. The first mission is you have to go find out how to get a job, and you do that by going around and talking to people. But you know that was a there was or a, by being your cat, yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing that, and I think you have to ask a certain number of people, but people wouldn't load and people wouldn't respond. Ah. so I couldn't get to the next layer of the game. Yeah, but I've been seeing there's been updates and updates and updates. It's like a year ago, so I picked it back up and I was able to play the whole first day and finish it. And I might I might end up replaying it as Mad Cook, so I think it'd be funny. Uh, I did and I did greatly enjoy uh, playing the game for fun hmm. um and then i bought jurassic world evolution which is one of my favorite types of games which is a uh, sim theme park i used yeah, to love roller coaster. i ended up rebuying roller coaster tycoon a couple months ago and played a bunch of it and just you know such a great nostalgia trip game doesn't look great but it runs just fine and it sure. has the all the stuff works you know yeah yeah and uh, the Jurassic World game is a lot like that, and it's a good deal of fun. So I've been enjoying that. I was never really big on those the the sim the sim games. I like the sim games in that I like to uh, try and fuck the system as hard as possible. Yeah. And one of my favorites was like taking the roller coasters and putting them up to way too set too high speeds and rocking <laughs> people off and making them explode. Or. Um, one of the things I would do is I would drop the price down in my park to like $1 and uh -huh. then I'd, you'd see all these people coming towards the gate and then I would pause the game and set the price of the ticket to $500 <laughs> and you'd get an that instant like, like boost in sales. Yeah. That's the, uh, the ultimate bait and switch. Yeah. $1 tickets to the park guys. Oh, we got to go. Swiping the credit card. $500. That's how Bitcoin <laughs> works but in the opposite.
Yes. One day, one moment, your Bitcoin's worth thirty three dollars. One year later, it's worth thirty or no, it's fifty thousand now. Yeah. Uh, the other one I, I loved as a kid was The Sims, the original The Sims, and I would oh, do yeah. some real fucked yeah. up stuff with that. Like, uh, there was one. It was a family, and there was a kid in it, and I made the kid go take out the trash, but the trash was at the bottom of a steep hill. Uh huh. And then once he got to the bottom of the hill to take out the trash, I built a bunch of hedges all around him. So he was trapped down there forever. And then he, but kids don't die in the Sims. Old huh. people will die. Yeah. But yeah. not kids. I watched a, a, a video series once where they built the house and filled it with the, the characters and then try and then pulled like, had like two hats with the ran with like a randomized right the names of the characters and the ways you could kill people in the sims <laughs> yeah and they they pulled those out and, and tried to kill everyone in the house nice yeah i used to make like my weird slave room in the middle of the house which had no doors yes but you, there was a move objects on sheet which would allow you to build out into the road uh-huh. and you could pick up people when you couldn't normally so if someone if you had like uh a robber break into your house. Yes. That would happen every now and again. Yeah. You could pick him up and I'd put him in the slave room. And he would just live there forever. <laughs> and you could do it to firemen and police officers. But after a while, they would just transport her effect out. Huh. The firefighters and policemen. Anytime there was a guest, like, because you built a neighborhood. And as your neighborhood grew, people would come visit yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And I'd steal that guy and put him in the slave room until he died. I did some real fucked up stuff in The Sims. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonder I host this show now, but that's neither here nor there. You ready to get into some issues, Tim? I think I am. Well, uh, here's what I don't get. Catching the tail end of things. I hate I hate this. So a couple weeks ago, I don't know, I guess about a month ago now, I was my dad sent me to the liquor store to pick up some stuff for him. And while I was there, I checked out the clearance rack. Yeah. You know, they had this clearance rack. Everything was 25% off the price marked, which is already discounted. Yes. And I saw this whiskey that was 20 bucks called Phillips Union. And I grabbed it, and it's, it was a blended Canadian bourbon whiskey. And it was... It not was, your traditional... No, not a traditional bourbon, but and oh, not a Canadian not your, I was saying, not your traditional style of whiskey. I don't have a style. I drink everything. Yeah, but I, if, if, you were, if you were to ask me, I, I, I wouldn't say that's, that's not usually what you would go to first. No. And I really even wouldn't... I like this one more in cocktails, I think, than anything else. Yeah, but yeah. so I, I bought the bottle, you know, figured I'd throw up on the bar with the other bottles. And if it was good, I would drink more of it. And if it wasn't, then it would just sit there never to be consumed again, like my backstage whiskey. So I got it home and I poured it later that night. I poured like, you know, fingers worth into a glass and I took a sip and I went, wow, this is really not only smooth, but kind of sweet and vanilla-y, like vanilla ice cream. Yeah. And I thought immediately, I have to try this in old-fashioned. Yeah. Because that's already a, a trying to bring the sweetness out of, of a bourbon. This is already a sweet bourbon. Might be able to get a really interesting flavor profile. So I make a cocktail, and it's pretty good. And then I make we make old-fashions with Yumi and Truckin' and Tuckin' for movie night. And yeah. we all agree, this is really good. Yeah. So I go to look up to buy more. I go back to the liquor store and they go, no, 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 we don't have any. And so then I call around a bunch of other liquor stores because I find out there are two additional flavors. There's the regular, which is what I bought. Yep. And then there's a vanilla and a cherry, which are 35% alcohol, not 40% alcohol. So I think they're technically liqueurs. 
Uh, they're they're right in the they're right in a real gray area. Is that a flavored whiskey? But I yeah, yeah, it's a flavored whiskey. But so I want to try them because I mostly want to try the vanilla because it already has such heavy notes of vanilla. I wonder what more will taste like. Yeah, yeah. So I call around and finally I find a place and they say yes, we have the vanilla and we have the cherry, but they're on clearance because it's been discontinued. And I say, okay, great, I'm going to come right now. And I drive over there and buy those bottles. And I'm talking to the ladies as I'm as I'm checking out. And I yeah. said, you know, why is this being discontinued? And they say, oh, our it's not being discontinued for everyone. It's just our distributor is no longer going to carry it. So we're not going to have access. So it's being discontinued for us here in this area. And seeing that the other liquor store that I went to was near somewhat nearby, I assume it's the same distributor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's... Tulsa wide or if it's just this like very narrow segment or what but they're not going to be carrying the Phillips Union anymore and I go well god damn it why didn't I find out about this Phillips Union sooner a year ago yeah. I had to catch it right on its way out and I feel like that about a lot of things you, you catch a TV show yep in its last season and it turns out to be pretty good but then you go back and rewatch it and you're, you're binge watching it and you you're not getting like experience that the other viewers got uh, you watching TNG as Star Trek is just on its firing while while Star Trek is the saucer section crashing into Viridian 3. I I mean I caught it in time to see that final flare up. <laughs> yeah, that just was as the warp core breached Star Trek Picard. <laughs> it is Someone uh deep faked uh young data onto old data's face. Oh good. On YouTube. I'm sure that looks a lot better than the garbage that they pulled out. It would, but the person didn't make the video right. They just no. overlaid they overlaid it on top. They did that with uh Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. Did you hear about that? What do you mean? I, I watched the Corridor Digital guys do that. Well, that was what they—they they think that that was what, how they did it in the actual episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't—I think the deep fakes are a good a good option for the de aging, unless you're unless you're doing the Disney de aging where you have a billion dollars. <laughs> the magic. Yeah. Speaking of the Mandalorian, grab me that box behind you. Yeah. So I got a gift in the mail this week from Apostrophos. It's a Star Wars Lego set. Um, I I hate Star Wars, but apparently, so it came with this note that says. Hope you enjoy this Lego of your favorite NSFW alt-right Mary Sue. <laughs> P.S. Ke Keon is still a virgin loser from Apostrophos Cocoa Puffs, right? And I read the note, and I looked at the box, and I thought, Ray isn't in this. And then I realized that he said alt-right Mary Sue, which must mean Gina Carano. Yeah. And I looked at this box, and I said, I guess that's Cara Dune. It's the lady. Because I've never watched the show. No, I yeah. have no idea. But yeah, I figured, oh, the lady must be the lady. So I appreciate that as a gift. I don't know if I'll ever build it. I might just leave it in that box until it becomes worth a billion dollars. Speaking of catching the tail end of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's the worst. You, you get like... You get all the hope, right? Yeah. Normally, normally with a TV series or you find something new, it's like you find it. It's good. You like it. You're having a good time. Yeah. And then some, then some time passes and it disappears. Like Star Trek for me. I was watching Star Trek as a kid. I watched Star Trek as a kid. Here's what I don't get. And then 
as an adult. These are the ramblings of Tab and Tim. I see it. Their continuing mission to bitch about modern Star Trek. To point out old Trek was often just as bad. To boldly go where many podcasts have gone before. So whereas I saw this long, slow decline, you got this, like, great show right in your face and then immediately explode. Like, getting a gift that turns out to be snakes. You're like, oh, man, thank you. I love peanuts. I'm so hungry I could eat it. Ah, snakes! Ah, god damn it! (laughs) Or, like, you're opening the peanuts and you, you actually... Like there's peanuts in there, yeah, and they're really good, and you're enjoying them. But then the bottom third, two thirds of the can is a snake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is there another little film in here? Let me just <laughs> because it's it's one of those it's one of those what is it? What might have been? Like why didn't I start watching the show? Like people that watched Twenty Four joined into Twenty Four like season seven, season eight, and then we're like, oh, this is great. Now I have to go watch seven more seasons of this. Or if you watch just the end game of the Marvel movies or something like yeah, that. Yeah, catching catching the, the last 30 minutes of a movie. Catching the last 30 minutes of a movie, yeah. And then it's just ruined. Yes. That's you, the thing. Is <laughs> you, you catch you on a, you're watching back again. Memento, right? And you catch oh, the last 15 minutes of that movie. And then you go, oh, this, that was that was interesting. Let me watch this whole. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole gist of the film. Yeah. Or the prestige, or the prestige. That that's another one that yeah can get ruined. I think I the first time I saw the prestige, oh, I missed so, like sorry. the first twenty minutes. Sorry, I meant the black. I, I meant I meant Black Widow and Wolverine versus uh, Batman. Uh, Batman, a lady who has not yet been in another superhero. No, no, she is. It's uh, it's Batman and it's Black Widow and Wolverine versus Batman and the woman bad guy from Iron Man I, Three. I, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot her character's name. Uh, I know Extremis. the actress's name, but yeah. I don't know the actress's name. Who cares about women actresses? <laughs> it'd be like if you it'd be it'd be like if finding out that uh, watching Rhinestone right, and then the next week Dolly Parton dies. Oh no! See, that's that's as long as she's still alive, right? I still have a hope that maybe I can get my my copy of Rhinestone signed. That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you thought I wanted to get a squeeze in them titty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh no. I thought you were saying that as long as she's alive, there's a chance you can you can get a handful. <laughs> no, get the the my D V D sign or the poster sign, same yeah. as Stallone. Yep. But the second one of them dies, it's like ah uh, Why wasn't I there who, in who, 1984? Who am I gonna get to sign this? Barnett. Barnett? I don't even know who that guy is. <laughs> He was in one other movie that I've seen, Cherry 2000, which was really weird. <laughs> uh, catching the tail end of things, you just... It, I, it's out. one of those big regrets you'll always have to deal with. Like, Rhinestone, I feel like, is somewhat of that because I watched it and I just want to know why I had never even heard of it before. Before that that moment where serendipity brought us together... It's always been there. It's always been hiding hiding right there in plain sight. And then finally, serendipity brought us together, and I said, well, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> you knew about this movie and you didn't tell me? Yeah. The world? Uh, it kind of sucks like that for uh, online games, multiplayer games. Yes. 
Um, because if when you get in something on the ground floor and you stay with it, so, like like when I played Overwatch, right? Mm-hmm. Overwatch was the only video game I played for like three years, maybe more like, more like two and a half. Um, but I played ten to fifteen hours minimum of Overwatch a week. Yeah, it's not that much really, but it adds up when it's the only game you're playing, right? Um, but I got there pretty much ground floor. I think. It came out in May, and I got it. And I bought it in June or July. Yeah. Uh, after also had had already playing the beta, um, and when you do that, you get you like you feel all the patch notes, right? Mm-hmm. You know you you get excited for the patch note for like this. Oh, this week's patch. Oh shit! Uh, they nerfed McCree. Well, not gonna play, play him as more exactly yeah. right. Two months later, oh, they buffed McCree, but not back to his old level, like halfway in between. Yeah. Which doesn't really do shit. I'm like, ah, still not going to play him. I've already gotten used to playing right. his other faggot character. Yeah. Three months later, new character. Oh, got to try them out in the beta, in the, the public test server. They're, they are they are so overpowered. <laughs> they come out on the uh, actual game. On the actual game. They totally nerfed. Totally nerfed. But like you go through that like push and pull of like each, like you know, patch. But like people that are playing it now, where they're not actively supporting it because they're working on Overwatch Two. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Did you see the meme and it's the picture of Alex Jones before supplements after supplements the Overwatch Overwatch Two. <laughs> no, I saw it, that's that that meme has been going around. I saw one with a picture of Sonic the Hedgehog, and it was. Sonic from one game and then Sonic from another game and it's clearly just the same photo but like they took his blue and they like just darkened it by like 2% and they like changed the design of his shoe. Yeah. Uh, which I mean pretty much true to life. Cause it it's because they put out the they, actually speaking of McCree they put out McCree's model for Overwatch 2 and it's like he's got a full beard now <laughs> instead of just a mustache. The, that's the difference <laughs> that happened with uh the biggest problem in the universe and now i know, talked to a bunch of people who yeah either caught there was one guy at a road rage i met who was like yeah i just started listening to biggest problem in the universe about two months before the final episode Man. and then all the dick show stuff happened and then i started going back and i just think about like the roller coaster of everything that we as regular listeners you know started in the first episodes and all the way through the Dick Show, like what a drama that was. And then I yep. hear even hear people even still that are wide listening to the Dick Show today who go, Oh yeah, I just started listening to this show like two months ago and I've been catching up on all the back <laughs> episodes. Just like, whoa, you are you so late into, yeah. <laughs> into all of this. Um but I hope you enjoy it. Maybe maybe some people like that, right? And, and with content it doesn't necessarily mean it's over because you can always go back and re sure, watch sure. it. Yeah. But stuff that's just disappearing out of stores, uh, you know, like Lego sets, they'll go on clearance and you buy one. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, we totally ended that whole line of. <laughs> uh, we don't make Bionicles anymore. We, we don't make Bionicles anymore. We, you came in and you bought Actually, the seventh wave. They they put out that poll. They're asking, they're bringing. Like they put out a poll, they they want to bring something back for either this year or next year. Yeah, and they put out a poll of like all the sets they've ever made. Yeah, 
uh, and they're like, which what what do you want to see most? It needs to be a bracket system. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, but uh, it should Bionicle be Lego Adventures, back, baby. <laughs> Lego Adventures is the one when they were knocking off Indiana Jones. So those are such great sets. Bionicle already had its comeback. It sucked. Yeah, it did suck. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. You're going to miss out. Miss Joining in the tail end, you're going to miss out. So now I have to figure out if this whiskey's worth going and like doing some amount of hunting to find it. Because I'm not, I'm not really one. There are ones that I really like, and I buy again and again and again. Yeah. But if they just disappeared out of the store, I'd kind of go, oh, I guess I'll just drink something else. And then there are some where I will keep hunting. They're my white whales of, of whiskeys to get, keep finding. And uh, I don't think this one's a white whale yet. It's good. It's a good cocktail whiskey. It's it nice. is. It's yeah, sweet yeah. to begin with, so it's especially approachable for someone who maybe doesn't like a spicy rye or like me, yeah, <laughs> or something that's real has a lot of punch, like a, a barrel aged bourbon or a, a barrel reserve bourbon or a scotch. a scotch. But it is definitely drinkable. No. And really, the secret to enjoying whiskey is to drink anything that you think is good. Yes. However you like to A man's it. drink is the one in his hand. Yeah. Anyone who tells you different is an asshole. Yep. Tim, what's your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Uh, the bitter cold. Yeah. Now, this might be uh, contradictory, but I, I'm pretty sure I've gone on record on this podcast about how much I like winter and the snow yeah and bundling up by the fire and all the hot all that stuff I'm here to say I fucked up <laughs> game over man uh if this last week has taught me anything it's that um I was wrong yeah. Now, I fully stand by, I still fully stand by my statements about how fucked summer is. <laughs> but I like winter a little bit less now. Yeah. Uh it's it was it was it's it was miserably cold. Yeah. And that's the part is is like oh, if it's 35 degrees outside, it's real chilly. Yeah. Right? That's, you're gonna get your gonna get your jacket out. Gonna get your coat out. Maybe wear a hat and a scarf because there's because it's windy. Also, it, it was so cold that I would start the car, let it run for 20 minutes, and we get in the car and the car would still be cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the not I I cannot. It's almost hard to fathom from today to last Monday. A 90 degree swing. A 90 degree swing. Yeah. Imagine, if you will, if it was 40 degrees right now. Uh huh. Then all of a sudden it was 130 degrees. Yeah. We'd all die. We wouldn't die. 130? You think you're just a little too delicate. No, you die at 130. <laughs> you don't die at 130. 130 is way past you can cook an egg on the sidewalk. I'm going to go 
I'm really tempted to go out to the garage and dig out my Route 66. Okay, stuff, how about you go? In... How about you go to the oven instead and turn it on <laughs> to 130 and put your hand on it? Tim, the <laughs> oven doesn't even get that low. I know. <laughs> like with like two, two, two hundred, two fifty. I can get my dehydrator, which goes that low, and then well, you can just put your hand on the inside. You go me. put your hand on the inside of the dehydrator. I will. I yeah. will. I'm gonna go do that right now. Go do it. Play the end theme song. I'm not playing the end theme song. <laughs> I don't. I get. I get you. Like I just. I agree. Bitter cold is bad, but I mean, you just wear a coat. That was the thing. Is that once I was out in it, I didn't really bother me. It was like I went when it I wasn't went hiking. Being the out in it to me either, though. It was being inside. Being inside was miserable. Yeah, because it kept dragging the temperature down. Yes. Your your. Uh, I think it's your. Heating and cooling, right? It can only really handle like a, a 12 degree swing. Yeah. So when it's so cold outside, you have to already be at that temperature. We were talking about this on one of the discords with the Texas power outages. It's like, how long does power have to be out before your your house can't physically get back up to temperature before the power goes out again? And what does that mean for all of your stuff and you as a human being? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> Right. I'm not a, but I, that's my question, right? If someone tells me, Hey, we're going to turn your power off. And I look at the temperature outside and I, I'm like, well, I know, I know that my heater isn't a magic machine, right? Sure. I can't just turn it on and go, all right, it's 60 right now. I want it to be 75 and expect it to be 75. It's going to take an hour an or hour. two hours yeah. or what, however long it takes for that thermal lag to kick in. Okay, now you're telling me that you're going to just kill everything. That's why our our it's meant to hold the temperature. It's meant yeah. for you to go, okay, we're going to set the house to 66, and when it's lower than 66, it'll pump out heat, uh -huh. and when it hits 66, it'll turn off until it drops too low again. Yeah. And they're talking about making you live inside in that. I, I can't imagine it. I mean, I would I would have gotten in my car. Did you car. guys not get hit with a rolling block out here? No. We did. Oh. It was negative four degrees outside. That's miserable. With not wind chill. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I have my, I have a jacket on. I've got pants on. Oh, I know why you got a rolling blackout. Why? Because you live near black people. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's not. I'm it's, not being no, racist. You're not being. No, there's that's a. Why. There's not your neighborhood specifically, but the neighborhood right adjacent to you. Yeah. Probably the same grid. Yeah. And that's all the black. It's yeah. like Black people there and black people in North Tulsa. And they're like. <laughs> Oh, let's say we got to shut off power to the city to keep people warm. All right, Brookside, that's out. Uh, Broken Arrow, that's out. Uh, Midtown, uh, Midtown, uh, you're iffy. Over here <laughs> on the east side with the Mexicans, turn it off. Yep. Over there, yeah, that black people, turn it off. North Tulsa, turn it off. All right, we saved everyone. Yep. We saved the whiteies. Okay. Yeah, it was after about two hours, and oh, I man. was already cold. cold. Yeah. And so I, I literally had nothing to do but just get back into bed. Yeah. That's the best place to stay warm. It is. And that's that's part of why I like winter. But, like, that's more, that that is, it's not fun when it's negative four. It's fun when it's like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a breezy 35. It's... It's the difference between being a kid and being adult with the cold, right? When you were a kid and it would be a snow day, I mean, you were fucking roaring to get yes. out of the house. It'd yeah. be, you know, 
school starts at 8.30, at 9 o'clock, you're like, can I go outside and uh-huh. grab my friend from across the street? And we are just going to build the biggest fucking snow fort yeah. on Earth. And you would be out there until lunchtime, uh-huh. until finally someone was like, hey, you guys need to go inside and eat. And you come inside, and your fucking skin would be all red. Yep. And your nose would be running. You hadn't even noticed because you're having fun. You're enjoying yeah. yourself. Yeah. And then you start to notice all the damp spots, right? Yep. But then you're an adult man, and you're walking out of a quick trip, and you slip and fall on ice because they didn't <laughs> fucking be ice or shit. That's what, last week after the sh- after the show, I dropped Tim off at his, his place. And I'm on my way home, and I was thirsty, so I stopped a quick trip and got a soda and initially i got a fountain soda uh-huh. and i took a sip of it and it tasted like the syrup was low it was all bitter and uh soda watery yeah so i dumped it and i got a bottle of soda which i thought was even better because it was smaller and it's fortuitous that it did because as i was stepping out of the quick trip i hit a patch of ice the the uh, an employee held the door open for me and normally i would catch the door with my elbow and then just keep walking. Yeah, yeah. So I had already thrust my elbow out to, and then I was going to just ram that into the employee. So I pulled the elbow back in, but had to change my walk. So I mm-hmm. went around this person, yeah. stepped on a patch of ice and fell down and hit my whole side of my body all at once on the ground. And they maybe it's... still had an injury report and my shoulder still does kind of hurt. But, uh, I was pretty cold from that point forward. Cause I was also wet from the ground and, I was like, you know, as a kid, I would come in and my clothes would all be damp and I would have been fine. But now as an adult man, I have nothing. I'm not excited to be no, out here. No, no. I just want to get home and put on dry clothes and sit down. Yep. And I think that's the difference. I think it's yeah. I think it's more a mental aspect, which is why yeah, I totally agree with you. If they shut off the power, I would probably just stay in bed. I put on gloves and just stay in bed and like play on my phone. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's the difference between like trying to get in like having to get into bed because it's so cold mm-hmm. to try and warm up and you're you're, you're doing the, the shaking right yeah versus like the oh it's a little chilly and i'm going to bed and you get in there and it's it's just comfy and warm turn on the heating blanket yeah yeah but you're not but you're not like because the shake the part of it is the shaking right when you're so cold you're shaking that's not a good thing. No. That's literally your body going like, we need to warm up somehow, and so we're going to involuntarily spasm all of your muscles. Yeah. It was it was certainly miserable. I remember when the, uh, the ice storm happened in 2007, right? I barely remember it, but that I, was I more remember the blizzard of 2011. 2011. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was bitter cold to me was was that ice storm yeah because we were out of power we lost power for about seven days and something like that yeah we got a generator and we're heating you know using a small space here and we're just the fireplace is roaring all the time and you know we're all wearing hoodies and and hats and pants inside all the time yep. and thick socks and for whatever reason i just couldn't sleep for about four days. Wow. Just could not sleep. I, I'd get maybe two or three hours in. I was hearing every noise. I was I wasn't comfortable. You know, we had drag we dragged all the mattresses into the, the room that had the fireplace mm-hmm. that we, we could get the most insulated. And fortunately we had gas a gas stove, so we were able to cook uh, and yeah. we kept a pot of boiling water on the stove at all times. And your um bread and milk sandwiches. 
Yeah, because the other thing was it was all the the moisture was coming out of the house, so we were getting static shocks all the time. So uh, this black guy just kept breaking in there on his little disc and just zapping <laughs> oh, the shit no. out of us. Uh, so finally, on like the fifth the fifth day of no sleep, and I and I was I was working at the time. I had we also had hot showers because we had gas, hot water. Oh, that was the best part. Yeah. Um, the the sixth the, I had I was working still I was working in high school and so I I just took every blanket that wasn't in use and even some cur- I took the curtains down out of my, off of my my bedroom <laughs> and I piled them all on top of my bed and I was wearing a stocking cap and I put a second pillow on the top of my head so that all that I had peeking out was yep. just like the narrowest <laughs> slit because I can't sleep with stuff over my face. And I slept in my own room, and finally I was able to sleep. And I slept like that for two nights before we finally got power back and slowly got the temperature back in the house. But that was my bitter cold. This time, this time it wasn't it. I mean, I was out in it every day. I went hiking, and it, as long as I didn't like mentally let myself perceive it, I was able to kind of push through and stay warm. Really, the coldest I was was last night. I was I was trying to go going to get in bed, and I was freezing. I was shaking. I couldn't figure out why. I looked at the thermostat and it was lower than it had been the last couple of days. <laughs> and so I turned on my heating blanket higher than normal and I fell right asleep and slept like a rock. I ended up sleeping through my alarm and getting up late. Be, uh, Andrew Berger says, be like lucky from the king of the hill and get you a $50,000 settlement. Oh, for falling down at Quick Trip. Yeah. Uh, class action lawsuit. Class action is multiple people falling down. Well, you don't think multiple people fall, multiple multiple people fell down at Quick Trip that day? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So you're not a fan of the bitter cold? You're telling me you're not gonna go to Alaska? That's what my dad kept saying. He kept saying it's not nearly this cold in Alaska. And I'm like, what do you mean it's not this cold in Alaska? It's definitely this cold in Alaska. <laughs> He's like, no, no, it's different. It's not. This is way colder. It's probably the wind chill because Alaska is probably just fucking a frozen wasteland. Have you ever <laughs> seen like a a video uh, about like shopping in Alaska? No. So because it's so far away from civilization, yeah. Um, and the only like re- reasonable way to get stuff in is by plane. By plane, um. The prices for everything in Alaska uh, is way higher. I'm talking like five times as high. Yeah. So like you want to buy a, a bottle of Dr. Pepper, it's eleven fifty nine. Yeah. So you're just talking about shopping in Alaska. It's, I'm not going to Alaska is what I'm trying to say. What about that, that time of year where it's sunny for all day for two weeks that's um that sounds terrible <laughs> yeah uh, wasn't that the was plot that to insomnia the plot to midsummer i don't know i didn't see that movie because yeah. i don't like i don't watch terrible films unlike your next issue <laughs> that would have been a great that would have been a great segue but unfortunately yeah, it wasn't yeah i i i think it comes also comes down to that like conditioning because you know, talking about speaking of Alaska, you'll see people in Alaska, right? And they're wearing like those those um, Gore-Tex pants 
I don't know what the puffy stuffed pants, yeah, it's yeah. overalls, yeah, right. But then they're just wearing like a button up shirt and and they have no gloves on. Mm-hmm. And they've got, got the their hands tucked into the front of the overall, sure. And I look at them and go, "How are you not a icicle and dead?" <laughs> like you, but I don't. Know, it's it's got to be that it's that wind chill par- partially, and I think it's also we had a lot of moisture in the air, so that sticks to your clothes and that makes your clothes your clothes then become cold. It was like I said. This was this was freakishly cold this time. I've never seen water. I've never seen a, a, a lake freeze in <laughs> Oklahoma. I've yeah. never seen it. I don't know if I'll ever see it again. And I there's only one explanation for this, right? It's that it's Trump's fault. I was gonna say aliens, but no, no, it's definitely Trump's fault. The uh, probably in collusion, to be honest. He probably is working with the aliens because he's a terrible person. There's a thing going around that Texas requested that they have their environmental regulations relaxed so that they could increase power output of their... Sounds smart. Sounds smart, right? And the Department of Energy came back and said, like, yeah, 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 you can totally do that. We'll definitely allow you to do that if you charge an outrageous amount to your customers for... If not, Sorry. not you, They don't have to charge the customers, right? But they have to pay a fine of an outrageous amount per, kil- for per megawatt hour, which... Of course, how do how do companies pay fines by charging yeah. you more? So, the companies were forced to just maintain their current environmentally yeah. friendly output, and it's a uh, it's a real shame that green energy is a thing and not nuclear energy. You know, the ultimate green energy. Everybody should have their own little nuclear reactor in their backyard yes. to power their own house. Totally agree. Instead of solar panels. Well, uh, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by... The Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, I'll let you know as soon as my dumbass phone loads up. Yeah, I'm taking up all the Wi-Fi using this live stream. By the way... We are live streaming this episode for patrons right now. Probably going to choose to do this to the five, ten, and fifty dollar tiers moving forward. But um, as lo- while we're getting this set up, it'll be open to everybody, and it's usually about Mondays at two p.m. So if you're looking for something to watch, you can. I'll be posting the links in the Discord. Uh, we're reintroducing video again, but this time we have decent cameras, as you can tell by the fact that they're not like. The fact that I can unplug and plug plug them back in and they show back up in the same spot on the fucking screen, that's a great thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the fact that there's not a little knob on here that for no reason changes the focus when it also does it digitally. (coughs) What else do these have? One of these is 4K. Cool. I don't remember which one. I should probably figure that out so that when I replace it, when I replace the non-4K one, I can figure that out. Well, uh, our first news story comes to us from the Netherlands. Oh, yes, the Netherlands. Oh. The freaky deaky Dutch. Freaky deaky Dutch bastards. <laughs> um, There's only two things in this world I hate. People are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Uh, well, speaking of the Dutch, the Dutch authorities are investigating... Uh, in the Netherlands after a Boeing 747-400 cargo plane 
dropped engine parts shortly after takeoff from uh, Maastricht Airport. Didn't this also happen in Colorado recently? Maybe. Yeah. Um, this happened on Saturday, uh, and those parts hit someone. Nice. That's a fifty thousand dollars settlement. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if, you, if you, you slip in front of the ice at a quick trip or just wait until a Boeing drops part of its engine on your head. There's a lot of people paying on that one, right? Yeah. You got Boeing, you got the airline, uh-huh. you got the mechanics union. Uh, Yeah, apparently uh, witnesses- The Isaac Newton estate. After, uh, just after takeoff, they, they heard two explosions- Um. It was, uh, let's see, what happened was parts that blew off were parts of the engine blade. Uh, several cars were damaged and bits of the engine hit several houses. Pieces were found across the residential street neighborhoods on roofs, gardens, and streets. Yeah. So United Airlines flight suffers engine failure, sending debris falling outside neighborhoods, uh, falling on neighborhoods outside of Denver. It was forced to return to Denver International on Saturday after it suffered an engine failure shortly after takeoff, sending debris raining down on soccer fields, homes, and yards in a Denver suburb. Oh, man, imagine. Well. 777-200. What was that one? 747-400. Mine's bigger. I win. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Same day, two Boeing airplanes on different sides of the planet just start fucking dropping shit on places. It's funny because, like, previously, the only thing that he like would drop from airplanes was elephants uh <laughs> operation double job yeah. yeah um no uh were uh um like the there's the the leaflets the blue the blue liquid in the toilets oh yeah uh Mythbusters, bombs. yeah Mythbusters uh proved it as plausible that those um if there's a leak they can gather. They can gather and ice up on the side of the fuselage, and once it hits enough um, weight, uh, it'll snap off. Yeah, the weight will snap off, and because apparently one of them crashed into a lady's house. Just imagine, like a blue That's a major ball of plot piss point and of your shit. Favorite film? Oh, is it really? Yeah, I'm gonna punch that right now. I Bo- will punch that Boeing right now. bomb. Oh, that's great! See, you can you can show the, you can show the DVD cover, right? And then you can just flip it to the other camera and read it. Don't don't hit Joe Dierte, okay? It's a family heirloom. Either the family heirloom is getting punched, or the family jewels are getting punched. One of the two are getting punched. Punch your own family jewels, fag! I'm trying to touch my dick. What? That's what you're trying. That's what you're saying. When you try and punch me in the nuts, you're trying to touch my wiener. <laughs> Um, our next news story comes from Seattle. Yeah, uh, a homeless woman in Portland was charged with third degree theft. This story comes from Seattle. Uh huh. And it's about a woman from Portland. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why did I say Seattle? I don't know. Huh? I'm thinking about Nirvana, maybe. Probably. Anyways, it comes from Portland. And who does? Uh, yeah, so a homeless woman from Portland was charged with third-degree theft when she plugged her cell phone charger into, you'll never guess this, uh, an outlet in a on a public sideway, side, sidewalk box. That was theft? That was theft. 
Apparently. Why was if it if your sidewalk box is so fucking important? <laughs> why don't you keep it closed? Exactly. Um, I I want to know, like, who sees someone using a public and then narks on box, them, and then well, not not just narks on them, but like, well, they, clearly something is going on here. <laughs> It's a real Karen kind of thing to do. Yeah, either either the cops a Karen or worse, uh-huh. another Karen call called nine one one. Yes, hello nine one one. There's a homeless woman charging her phone. Yeah, they were charging. Yeah, she was charging her cell phone at the outlet. Um, it was a Class C misdemeanor. Citations to appear in court for third degree theft of services. Uh, according to the Electrical Research Research Institute, it costs twenty five cents a year. To charge the average mobile phone, if the phone in this scenario had gone from zero to full, it would have been fractions of a penny. So it costs a quarter a year to charge a phone. Yeah. They're going to spend how much to prosecute and then how much is going to be her fine Yep, or jail time, which is then going to be a cost of manpower to secure her over a quarter, over a quarter, a quarter. A quarter a year. A quarter a year. Like you're saying, even less That's than a penny. That's what it would have been, like, 0.00001 Talk about victimless crime. Also, uh, she's she's homeless. So uh, What they should do is whoever reported this should be fined whatever they're going to find the homeless lady. Because this is, <laughs> this is uh, completely ridiculous. That that is that is I'm I'm starting to I I made this joke on uh, PayPig about I want to start a social media platform right where if you report someone your your account just gets instantaneously banned. Uh-huh. I want that we need that that system here. So when someone calls like uh yeah police there's a woman and she's charging her phone on a streetlight they just go. Okay, the police will be there. Are you going to stand there? Okay, yeah, the police will be there to escort you shortly. And then they come and just kneel on your neck until you're dead. Uh, luckily, um, the district attorney eventually dropped the charge. Oh, that's fortunate. At, this was after, of course, a public uh, outcry. Offering, offering her a deal. A deal? Which was uh, one year of probation. <laughs> for a homeless person yeah 20 hours of community service or a 100 dollars fine uh a theft taking a quote theft talk class theft talk is a class aimed at thieves and also costs 70 dollars on top of having to go there wow uh for those who can't afford it the price is reduced to no less than 50 dollars which the offender has to pay out of pocket. Um, uh, apparently, the homeless woman—not uh, just ho- a homeless woman. This is like this is like the, someone trying to, to sue Cripple Jesus, yeah, because uh, she also suffers from muscular dystrophy and, re- and receives disability checks. <laughs> a disabled homeless woman plugs in her phone for ten minutes. Yeah. And she needs to pay a fifty dollar, uh, by a minimum, a fifty dollar fine, and be told about why she's why theft and is bad. And be on probation and do at least twenty hours of community service. As if, as if we live in a world where people don't already know theft is bad. Yeah. 
Oh, fucking un- clown world. Talk about a clown yeah, world. Yeah. Well, we've got Here's one. Here's a quarter. <laughs> Go fuck yourself with it. We've got one last news story. Uh, this comes from the UK. Uh, do you know what HelloFresh is? Is, is that the delivery? Oh, no. That's the one where they send you ingredients and you make it. Yes. Okay. It's one of these uh, meal delivery uh, systems, meal kit systems. Yeah. Uh, they send you the ingredients. Portion exactly how how much you need. So you can be like a chef and be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna slide some of that in there, and just <laughs> drop some of this pre measured bowl yeah. or whatever." I don't even know what that is. <laughs> well, uh, one customer in the UK got a peculiar ingredient in his uh, package. Uh, this, Was it human dong? This guy named Oliver McManus. You're not far off. Uh, took to Twitter to contact the company. And I asked them exactly why he received. Here's the here's the quote. Here's the tweet. Uh, hey at HelloFresh UK. I'll keep it simple. Why have I received someone's bottled up piss as part of my order? It was apple juice. Photo included. It was apple juice, wasn't it? No, it's in a coke. It's in a coke bottle. Uh oh. Uh, look forward to your response on this one. <laughs> Speaking of fifty thousand dollars, give me an address and I'll send it to you, and you can have a whiff in case you're skeptical. <laughs> what a legend! Then people asked him about it, and he assured them that the contents of the Coke bottle was definitely not apple juice. Said, "No, it's not a joke, but boy, do I wish it was." Um, they 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 believe that someone in the system in between them delivering it and he receiving it had tampered with it uh-huh. as the seal was, had been broken. Uh-huh. And they just, they just randomly decided to put a bottle of pee in there. Yeah. I don't buy well, it. I mean, it was an inside come on. job. You find a, you find a box of food. What do you do? But put a bottle of pee in there. You don't steal it and take it for yourself. That's a bonus, really. You should be. <laughs> you should be thankful. He got. He got more than his money's worth. He got a whole. <laughs> he got a whole extra ingredient. He did. He did get a whole extra ingredient. And the thing is, like, it's a game of chance. What if you put the bottle of pee into someone who's into that box? Oh, Tim. <laughs> I mean, there's got to no. be. You, no. You, people are into that stuff. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, they are. No, no, no. I've, no, no. It's no, the internet. No, I've seen no, it. I've no. seen it. <laughs> no. You nasty. Why are you watching that? <laughs> you nasty. <laughs> You've never got a uh, meat spend? I don't know what that means. Yeah, don't, don't. Is that don't a website? Forget you ever, forget whatever I just said. Okay. Already gone. Already gone. Well, you know what already gone, what else is already gone? Uh, you, you know the the Beatles, not the Beatles, the uh, the the Eagles. Eagles have a song called "Already Gone." Yeah. You want me to play it for you? I already like. The réseau nouvelle Rikida, définitivement pas de fausse nouvelle. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim. But you know, it doesn't take care of what wiping my brain. Of these information, I bleach. I bleach. Yeah, you need no, some no, no, no. I want, I want the whole brain wiped. We're starting fresh. Uh, you, you want, you want the spy package. We'll call it goodbye fresh. 
here at Recall, we offer uh, many packages that exactly. we Exactly. If you want to help launch your brain. Recalling Everything Totally, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for- Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier. We do the random bits and bobs like- WandaVision commentary. Bad news. The before and after. The before got deleted, so there's only going to be an after. Uh, the $5 tier, we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. We just recorded one of those today, and one of our ducats was uh, good internet. So check it out. Find out about the good internet. Not the bad internet, the good internet. Yeah, the bad internet's the one that I was talking about earlier. <laughs> we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. We sit down and watch and record a feature-length commentary. This month, we recorded a feature-length commentary for the, the far and away favorite of this the voting we've ever seen, The Cable Guy, and had a good time watching it. What yes. a great movie. Yeah, it had been a while since so I'd seen it. Uh, if you're a $10 patron, be sure to get your submissions in on the, there's going to be a reminder message coming out soon, but you can also go, if you find it in the description of the cable guy commentary, you can submit it. We only have two submissions so far for March backdraft and Freddie versus Jason. I think either of those would be either great one of those commentary. would be great commentaries. Yeah. So be sure. Oh, to- it looks like there's a third one just popped in. No, there's just no, saw it and no. it said good burger. There definitely wasn't one that said good burger. <laughs> I, I checked beforehand. It said Ridestone. <laughs> uh, so be sure to submit those for our $10 patrons. And then finally, we have our $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for guests. You can ask for issues. You can ask for special bonus episodes. You can ask to ban certain people. Whatever you want as a spite producer, we will do our best to provide. Uh, this, unless we don't want to unless we don't want to yeah. in which case you can go fuck yourself uh and so there's if you're a spite producer there's now going to be a monthly survey that will be sent to you for you to submit your requests and then if we have questions we'll contact you and try and get it make sure make sure everyone's voice is heard yes. and make sure we're fulfilling your your wishes the best we can and that way there's always open communication between all of us so but uh, why don't we get back into some issues, Tim? Here's what I don't get. <laughs> Liars using statistics. Mm-hmm. You heard that uh, the China virus is down 60% since January of 2021. Well, that uh, sounds like good news. Yeah, it does sound like good news, doesn't it? It sounds like maybe we could stop wearing masks, stop socially distancing, and some of us could go back to work if we work in movie theaters or regular theaters or places where, you know, can't have people around. Sure sounds nice. Of course, that's not going to happen. No. But do you know Do you know why that 60% has changed? Uh, probably because they, uh, they're lying. Lying. They are lying. They're lying in two important ways. Number one is they, uh, we reduced testing prior to Biden, the week before Biden yep. took presidency, right? We were testing 2 million people a day it was in the a United lot. States, right? Yeah. That means we could test the entirety of the United States in about 120 days. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe it's 130 days. Anyway, 2 million people a day getting tested. After Biden takes presidency, how many people per day are getting tested? 2 million, I would assume. No. Or three. 1.3 million people a day. Oh, that's like uh, 
a forty percent decrease. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird. Kind of weird how that happened. The the also on there, the World Health Organization, the day after the inauguration, announced that they we needed to change the way we count tests. PCR counting needs to be changed because a PCR test doesn't necessarily mean a case positive. So if you look at the graph of U.S. cases, it goes up and up and up and up and up and up and up, and then January 2021 hits, and then it just takes a fucking <laughs> nosedive. <laughs> it's incredible. And that nosedive can directly be att- attributed to the way we're changing the testing, which is why months and months ago, when they first started ramping up testing, yeah. we kept saying the the people who are actual science believers, not the science deniers uh-huh. who, who fucking love science, we said reporting an increase in cases without controlling for the level of testing yeah. is tantamount to lying. Because when you do that, it's just this fucking flat line. Yes. Just big number scary. The funny thing is, though, so what that is is it's manipulating statistics, which is something you can do if you're good at with statistics. You yeah, can go yeah. go through and manipulate the data and how you quantify and group things to then make numbers show what you wanted them to show. That's why statistics are basically a worthless tool as far as a method of argument. Yeah, because you can say like, well, in 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 Tulsa, we there was a five thousand percent increase in in cases. Yes. But if the if the first number is one, yes. you only need five thousand more cases. But big number scary, so this must be bad. They they like to they like to do that percentage increase thing where they're like, cases are up sixty percent. Yeah, we went from three to five. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I think we'll survive. Whichever number sounds bigger. Because if they use real numbers, if they said we were at three and now we're at five, people go Okay, and yeah, but it's it, it it's kind of indicative of everything they do this with, right? They this is the one that's most obvious to me right now is the way they've used these statistics to ma- manipulate this whole system. But the one thing they have manipulated with China virus specifically is another thing that we argued about a long time ago, which is why deaths were high, was that they were coding everything, every death yes. as a yep. positive. And that's because the federal government offered a monetary incentive to hospitals for treatment. You get a one amount for treating someone, and you get a second amount for uh, them dying. Well, they haven't changed that allotment. So the second that money goes away, yep. deaths are also going to plummet. And I'm sure that'll be any day now. But what they're trying to do is, while they said correlation d- doesn't exactly mean causation a bunch... What they're going to say is Biden's mask mandate and the double masking mandate, that's what's causing this. Yeah. I watched a GMA article or video this weekend where the guy says, oh, here's all the reasons why. Here's all the reasons why the cases are case levels are dropping. Uh, number one is people are, are mobility day shows. People aren't going out. It's like, dude, nobody could go anywhere for six weeks last year. <laughs> six weeks. Didn't stop a change a fucking thing. No. Number two, seasonality. Most colds are most prevalent from January to February. That's the exact opposite of what your data shows. Seasonality would mean that there's a spike here, not a massive drop. Yeah. 
Massive. I cannot, when I say 60%, we're talking 80,000 cases per day. Yep. Just like a Thanos snap gone. And again, 80,000 cases per day on 2 million tests is basically nothing. But in any case, the statistics are being manipulated. That's why you can't just take someone to say, you know, 40% of people think that we should ban dihydrogen monoxide. And and then you, when you look at the actual survey data, it shows that 40% of their respondents couldn't read. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's always more to layers, and that's why I hate percentages. I hate when people use percentages when you could just use real numbers. Are you getting FM radio? I feel like I was hearing FM radio there for a second. It, uh, for a second, it sounded like it, yeah. I... And this is this is what the whole year has been. It's just been a year of people pretending that big numbers scary and not truly understanding the statistic, statistical impact of that. When they say, look at uh, 500,000 deaths, 500,000 deaths. That's an incredible number. <laughs> but. That's less than one third of one percent of the population of the United States. Yeah. That's no, sorry, that's less than one sixth of one percent of the population of the United States. And when you put it into perspective with uh we've got three hundred some million people here. Yeah. It's a lot of people dying every day. Outside seven, of seven thousand people die every day in the United States of all causes. Car crashes, heart disease diabetes old age that's what de death is inevitable there's only two things inevitable in life death and taxes yeah and you can be sure the taxes are coming so i just i don't understand i think this is why statistics classes so i think i think statistics is taught poorly in schools to make you hate it but then i also think that it's not uh, it's not one of those core math classes. You have to learn about drawing lines yeah. uh, in 16 million different ways, but you don't need to take a statistics class so you can understand how, uh, what's the co common distribution, standard distribution yeah. in a in a graph works. You don't have to understand how the rhetoric of statistics in using percentages, percentage increases, and those are those kinds of things that if people were actually learning a general education to bring back an issue from a couple weeks ago, if someone were actually learning about a general education, a general education should include things like how to defend, how to guard your brain against being manipulated into thinking something because someone uses the right set of phrases to make something seem more scary than it, it be. It's, and it's frankly dishonest and it's disgusting that that is that's basically the it's just a war of people going how can i manipulate these numbers to be more interesting than what they really are it's completely it's frustrating it's frustrating of for so many aspects of life to have to listen to this constantly from fucking everyone and i know the thing that pisses me off about the china virus specifically is i know that there's going to be a victory lap on this right yeah there's going to be a parade in the streets 
Joe Biden saved us. Joe Biden saved us. Like, yeah. Well, when you change the way people count, <laughs> it would be like if you and I had a contest, right? Yep. Let's see which one of us can get to a million first. You count by ones. I count by twos. Ready, set, go. Two, four, six, eight, ten. You're only at five. Yeah, of course I'm going to win. But it, the rules aren't the same. Yep. You change the rules. You change the rules when they got a new player in the game. It's like... In baseball, everybody moved in, was way in on the in the infield for Trump, and now or out, whatever, whatever the case may be, <laughs> and now they're way in on the infield. Like, all right, Joe, you can do it. We're gonna pitch this one underhanded. You get to hit it off a tee ball. Oh, yay, good. Nobody gets to wear a glove while while Biden's batting. Everybody just has to stand here and catch the ball with their bare hands. You want some coke? Yeah. Yeah. I don't yep. have any coke. <laughs> uh, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating to feel like you're the only you're the only man who can see in the land of the blind. But because I 100% know that this grift is going to 100% work because every other one prior to this has worked. Yeah, there's literally they have literally not lost a, at a single juncture. You need to wear two masks. Next day, people weren't. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I've been wearing two masks for forever. Yes. You need to stay home. Oh no, I was happy to. Stay. I work from home now. It's great. I don't think I ever want to go back to working from work. What yeah. happens when they tell you you want to work from work? Oh no, I do want. I do want to work from work. I miss people now that now that you tell now me that, on the news. Now that you bring it up, it's just. It's amazing. It's amazing to watch. It's like watching a, uh, sculptor work with clay. Right, he's like, "All right, we're okay. gonna be a bowl. Now we're gonna be an ashtray. Gotcha. Now you're going to be a vase, and just kind of, he's got them spinning around on his little wheel, and he just reaches in his hands, and whoop! Now he's got this new piece of art. And meanwhile, the clay is just saying, like, yeah, we were no, we were always a vase. Like, no, do you remember when you were lump in the box? <laughs> no, no, we were lump in a box. Are you kidding me? That's only plebes are lumps in box." I want to be lump in box. I don't want to be a vase. My question is, though, um, what happens to Patrick Swayze? Patrick Swayze is dead. Yeah. In yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. Well, he's but he's he's still dead. He gets roundhouse kicked out a window by Texas Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> Not the old Walker, Texas Ranger, mind you. The new diversity quota. Walker, Texas Ranger. He, he's a white man, though. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah, he is. I'm he sure just, be like, he just doesn't, doesn't do violence. So he's a doesn't, cuck? Doesn't do the karate, yeah. Cucker, Texas cuckold? Walker, Texas cuckold. <laughs> I don't know. I'm... I'm really ready to Dr. Manhattan myself and just move to Mars... Yeah. The second Elon Musk is like, yeah, we're sending people to Mars. Just guinea pigs. We're not going to send you with any food or anything. Like, yeah, send me. Just shoot my ass to Mars. Because I'd rather die on that planet giving you the finger than fucking suffer another day with these people on this piece of shit. You guys can nuclear proliferate yourselves off the fucking face of the planet. I'll be on Mars. And the entire way there, you know what I'm going to be watching? Mission to Mars? No, Red Planet with... Uh, Batman. Yes, and 
Carrie Ice Ann Moss. Cube. No, he was in Ghosts of Mars. Yeah, he was in Ghosts of Mars. John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't give people ideas, Tim. We'll have to watch it. Yeah. Watch all the other John Carpenter movies. We'll throw They Live on the wheel. Am I crazy? I mean, I I feel like I'm not crazy. If you have to ask. Yeah. I think it's because the whole world is crazy at this point. I mean, I ne- never in my life would I have expected American citizens to just be like, oh, I I need to just go into my home and stay there until the until I'm told not to anymore. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I yeah, if if you would have told me that, I was like, oh, it's oh, it's because they 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 don't want you out there with all the radi with all the, with all the fallout and the radiation, right? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. They don't want you out there with the air. <laughs> if you had ever, if you had ever told me that uh, Americans would be calling the cops on their neighbors for playing in the front yard with their kids, or you know going on a walk or taking their kids to the park or maybe being Jewish or, or maybe being Jewish. I would have said no way. Yeah. But at this point, at this point, I truly, I expect the, the media Anthony Fauci to go on TV and say, Oh yeah, yeah. We did a study of, you know, fucking just, we were just fucking around in the break room. And I said, what if we made him wear five masks? In a specific order, and so now here's the order of your mask, okay, right? It's a, it's a Matryoshka doll of masks. <laughs> it's your cheap, shitty, uh, disposable surgical mask, uh-huh. right? Over that needs to be an N95 respirator mask. Over that needs to be a cloth mask. Over that is another cheap, shitty, disposable mask. And then on top is just a box from masks. Any box, doesn't matter. <laughs> you can also use an Amazon box. And then all around that is a gimp suit. <laughs> Our best, our best recommendation is for you to buy this three hundred dollar astronaut helmet that some company's selling for some reason on Kickstarter. Uh, yeah, what about poor people? Fuck them, they're gonna hit get the rolling blackouts. You guys are used to it, right? The rolling African American outs. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tim, what's your second issue this week? My second and final issue this week. Here's what I don't get. The phenomenon known as Sharknado. Oh. Yeah, uh, Trucking and Tucking subjected us to the Sharknado film series this past week. I got him back, though. Uh, did you, though? Yeah. The thing is, I don't remember. I remember. I, rem- I remember some sharks, and then I was asleep. Yeah. Much like you were in that during that last issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Much like you'll be on the car ride home. Yeah, prob- prob- yeah. I mean, guaranteed. And I didn't think I much sleep last night. Yeah. I, I, went, I went to bed at like midnight. Yeah. And I woke up at three and I couldn't go back to sleep. So, anyways, uh, yeah, we got subjected to the Sharknado movies. And, you know, I think everyone has at least heard of them and they're yeah. pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. And I knew that at least the first one was it was a have been on sci-fi was a tv movie right yeah but at some point you thought they went to straight but to dvd you would figure they would go straight to uh streaming not just because like they would you know get less view you know cuz sharknado was kind of a thing 
popular. It was kind of popular when it came out because it was so wacky and crazy. Yeah. So you figure that for the sequel, which I believe they they got a bigger budget for the sequel, it looked like they did. Um. But usually, they don't do like we don't get like TV movies these days, really. No. So to have like a long running TV movie film franchise is unheard of. So you think that's that not they, based on a prior existing franchise. But even then, like what movie TV movie franchises are there? Uh, Smoking the Bandit. They made the first two movies, then they made the third movie, and yeah, then yeah. they made four TV straight. Yeah, to but TV not, we don't get those anymore. Is what I'm saying. That's right. But but I mean, I was saying ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of where you have multiple straight-to-TV movies, and that was a pre-existing The only franchise. thing I can think of is, like, Stephen King has his, like... But those are miniseries. No, he does movies, too. Though that are straight-to-TV. Yeah, straight, he'll, he'll do, like, multi, he did multiple straight-to-TV movies. Um, but I would figure that they would be free from the the grasp of TV and, and you know, get, get a Sharknado with, like, some real good blood and gore and... yeah. You know, uh, some nudity or in, you know, make them like really crazy. cursing. Yeah. Make them really crazy. But like, no, they're pretty pedestrian. The weird thing is like we lost the first one and it was clearly not good. Didn't know it was from the asylum. Which No, uh, did not know that to begin with. That's a, uh, you can really judge a movie's, uh, character by uh, knowing if it's from the asylum or not. Yeah, that popped up on the screen, and I went, oh, no. Yeah. Um, clearly, like, they knew, clearly it was made in in jest, right? Yeah, they were aware they were making a schlock thing. For sure, TV. sure, sure. They they knew that what they were doing was they were making a movie to put on sci-fi to try and steal viewers from Shark Week on Discovery. Yes. Um... But it was, and and it was it was it was a disaster movie, right? Yes. But then, like the second movie happens, and like, oh, here's like, you know, they got a couple more actors, a little more well known actors and actresses in there. It's got Judd Hirsch, Judd Hirsch, Vivica A. Fox, the guy from Sugar Ray, uh, Mark McGrath. That's his name. Um, that's a well known actor. No. Tara Reed, she's in the first she's one. She's the first one though, yeah. Um But by the third one, which I think we watched all of the third one pretty much. Did we? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we I, did. I, I kinda stopped paying The attention. third one ended up being Celebrity Cameo the movie. Yes. Oh, that's right. Because Mark Cuban's the president. Mark Cuban's Lou Ferrigno's the president. Like a Lou Ferrigno's the head of um the Secret Service. Secret Service. What's her face is um, the vice president. I don't remember the but blonde lady, political don't. blonde political lady, Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter was the vice president. The thing about it was that I think at that point the meme had caught on. Yeah, and so the meme was so mainstream they decided, yeah, we're gonna make, uh, you know, I, oh yeah, I want to be in the Sharknado movie because the kids are really into it. Yes, and then it turns out that and they go to stupid. space. Yes, they did go to space. Like they jumped the shark by, like they jumped the shark on purpose, mm-hmm. which is is never good. Of course not. I think there's a difference between like going in knowing you're making schlock, 
and then like going in to make schlock but like a like a manufactured schlock it's a, it's it's a manufactured b movie it is it yeah, exists yeah. to look like a dumb b movie yes. but it's modern so instead of instead of say them making you know they made zat right which is a yeah. b movie and then nobody watched it when it came out but then later people are watching on dvd and rhinestone even yeah we have a joke about rhinestone yeah the greater populace doesn't even know that movie exists no. right yeah. so you can make these these b movies and they see these b movies that become cult classics like the like the uh the blob uh-huh. or zat or the chooper or whatever dozens of red letter media darlings yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like wow okay so i'm i made this b movie and people love it and they like to you know post these gifs and whatnot yeah, yeah. but i don't make any money off of that uh-huh so what if instead of making a b movie that you know instead of making a good movie that just falls flat because we don't have a budget yes we make a b movie for people to watch and laugh at yeah and that's how you get sharknado and that's how it gets so ridiculous so fast so you and i as somewhat earnest viewers uh-huh. can't sit down and watch it even to watch it for movie night and say this is gonna suck yeah and and just laugh because what that movie is meant for right is it's meant for you to be playing on your phone clickety clackety and then you look up and go, oh, is something funny happened? Let me rewind that. What are you looking up? I was going to really quick look up the Sharknado 3 colon. Oh, hell no. Um, GIF? Uh, cast list. Oh. To read off these uh, celebrity cameos. The the second one was called Sharknado 2. The second one. Yeah. Which I got to admit is pretty uh, good branding. But they, well, they made five. I don't remember four and five at all. Well, we only started four. Four was Vegas. Yeah. It had cream corn in it. Yeah. We didn't finish that. I think we buzzed on that and we, started five. And nope. No. We didn't start five. You switched over to Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Noon. Ah. Yeah. Uh, well, and then I took apart dogs, uh, trucking and tucking's dog training device uh-huh. while he watched me do it. And then... And then he texted me the next day and goes, why did you do that? When and why did you do this? And I said, I did it while you, you were looking right at me, looking <laughs> at my face while I took this apart. To be and honest. It, it didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a slow, a fast process. No, I was using no. my credit card multi-tool uh-huh. to take out Phillips screws one yeah. at a time. To be honest, we might not have been at our full faculties. Neither one of you was anywhere near <laughs> you. You both of you together weren't near one faculty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... Tim you, was recording all this, by the way, on his phone. I don't remember why. I remember, <laughs> I remember, like, I was I was sitting there, and you were in the kitchen making a drink, and trucking and talking, we, we said something about recording something, and I'm, I'm trying to, I was, I kind of, I was, like, showing him, I was like, I can't find my audio recorder, because I was looking for my audio recorder. I don't remember why I wanted to record it. Yeah, well, I just see your phone recording. But I remember that, yeah. And I took it from him, and I deleted the recording, yeah. and I, I confiscated from him for the rest of the night. <laughs> Not allowed to use his phone. And uh, then I set an alarm on his phone. You did, and then I, yeah, because I, I did was- Did you remember I, to delete it? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because my phone shows alarms and the notifications two hours before it's, it's uh. supposed to happen. Um, but I was adamant in my state I was in that there was a Jungle to Jungle sequel. 
and there That's was not. Right. There was not. It was just another '90s uh, coming of age, coming of age comedy movie story. with a father son story with an Indian bent. Yeah. Um. So on the Sharknado three cast list on IMDb, here are all the celebrity cameos. Some of them are large cameos. Some of them are smaller cameos. But Frankie Muniz, David Hasselhoff. Mark Cuban, Bo Derek, Michael Winslow, uh, the R&B star Neo, Chris Jericho from the WWE, Mark McGrath, um, Ann Coulter, Christopher Judge, Teal'c from Stargate, Grant Imahara, Lou Ferrigno, Lorenzo Lamas, Kim Richards, Bill Langvall, Jackie Collins, Cindy Margolis. A lot of these people, Cindy Margolis, a lot of these people, I don't even... I don't even recall seeing because I was in the other room. Yeah. That's how little of a cameo they had. Maria Menounos, uh, Anthony Weiner. Yes, that Anthony Weiner. Tuvok. Uh, Tim Russ. Yeah. Rick Fox, Jerry Springer, Ray J, Penn Jillette, Ann Teller, uh, Kendra Wilkinson. That's the one from and the Holly Playboy Madison, show. both of the That's two right. of them. I remember that conversation. Harvey Levin, the TMZ guy, uh, one of the original members of NSYNC, Chris Kirkpatrick. <laughs> oh, not even not even one that anybody knows. No, um, Chad Ochocinco Johnson, Michelle Bachman, uh, who got her makeup put on with a trowel. George R. R. Martin. Matt Lauer, Al Roker, Natalie Morales, and Savannah Guthrie, Kathleen Gifford, and Hoda Kotb, all s- like six or seven of that like morning crew. Yeah. Not able to get on the Today Show yeah. set. They were all filming in an apartment. Alexis Ohanian, who was uh, at the time the owner of Reddit, and oh, in one of the more uh, uh, upsetting and can't do that anymore celebrity cameos was Jared Fogle. Oh, Subway. No. Yikes. Yeah. Not a good movie. Don't watch it. None of them are. And they go places, but not because the third one goes to space. By okay, If you've got a six movie franchise uh-huh. and by the third one, you've gone to space. Not not like it's a space a sci-fi th- and it's not a sci-fi thing. Not like right? Freddy versus Freddy. It was it Jason X. Jason the X. One, he the goes tenth space. one. He goes to space. Yeah. They went the eighth one. He went to New York. Every other one is in the woods. <laughs> yeah, uh, this was this this one. They went to New York in the second one. They go to space in the third one. Fourth one was Vegas. Uh, Who even knows about the fifth one? I the thing is like, and then they went full like manufactured schlock with oh, like we're gonna go. I time one of them is time travel. Five or six is time travel. One of the Tara Reed is slowly turned into a cyborg over the course of these movies yeah. for some reason. Tara Reed, what a what a choice! She'll suck your dick for a thousand dollars. Remember when Tara Reed was hot? Yeah, neither does anyone else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, it's definitely not a good franchise. It's not meant. Uh, it's not meant for longevity. No. That's why. <laughs> That's why you get those cameos. Like Michelle Bachman and Anthony Weiner were prominent politicians yes. 10 years ago. Yeah. Not really prominent anymore. No. So uh, a lot of people, I'm sure, are watching that and going, 
I have no idea who that is. And, yeah. And it's it's a lot like uh, a robot chicken or a South Park, right? Where yeah, South Park is- Timely. South Park is so timely. They make the episodes in the week. Yes. Which is why they're able to respond to things as they happen. But South Park, older episodes, the jokes kind of fall flat because- a lot of those things are blinking you miss it news stories where when it's on the news every day yes it is a big deal and you and you're even just driving in the car with the radio on you're kind of passively aware of what's happening like a modern like someone who's 18 right now Uh uh-huh wouldn't understand the whole al gore thing no well yeah and saturday night live is the same way yeah the the some of their more timeless stuff that you know the matt foley's the church ladies you're able to have fun with that all the time but then you have the things like uh black celebrity black jeopardy oh it's a great it's a great sketch yeah great sketch celebrity jeopardy well yeah it'll never not be funny because yes. a lot we know who all those stars are still most of them and even if you don't the the joke is good enough that you just yes. kind of like, like okay this must it's be a, some, some stupid guy some goofy stupid person uh the the thing about it is that then they do the political stuff or they do the really politically charged, timely stuff of the, the parodies and movies. Like when they had Jeremy Renner on, so they did a Hawkeye sketch. Like it's weird. That sketch, that sketch was funny in 2012 when the Avengers yeah, came yeah, out, yeah. but now you're just kind of like, yeah, I guess yeah, do it again when the show comes out. Oh, he's having a, he's getting a show. Who's yeah, not, but let's, the, let's start with who's not yeah, getting a show. Yeah. He is getting. I was gonna say, but they're basing it on the, a really good comic. But I, are they gonna base it on, on having Will Wheaton in it? No, but I don't know if we we can use that excuse anymore. Of them basing it on a really good comic, of the source material being good, because they just take the title and then they do their own thing. Well, no, but I, from what they're they're actually doing doing this based on like the best Hawkeye comic, but the one where he he goes with Old Man Logan to the other side of the planet. No. That's not a Hawkeye comic. That's the only Hawkeye comic that I've read because Hawkeye's a fucking loser. (laughs) Purple bow and arrow shooting queer. Why don't you get something cool like a laser gun? At least Cobra had laser guns. (laughs) As lousy as they were, they had laser guns. True. What do you have? He's got a stick and a string. He's got a pizza dog. A pizza dog? Yeah. Is it a dog that's made out of pizza? No. Is it a dog that eats pizza? Yeah. That's not a pizza dog. That's it's just a, a dog. It's a pizza dog. That's a dog. It's a pizza dog. I'm going to give you a pizza slap in the <laughs> ass. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, man. I don't know. I I didn't enjoy any of those movies in any um, form. No. Like they were, like there was there was mo- no moment where I was said oh that's that's funny or clever or interesting. No, we laughed at stuff, but yeah. it was like oh that's ridiculous. Yes, and or or that that's looks bad. Ter- that's bad. That's that looks terrible. That's funny. They just they introduce characters just to kill them off, like the next uh-huh. scene, and you go, "What was the point of introducing me to those characters?" In the first one, they get to like his his ex wife's house, and they introduce the ex boyfriend, and he's just a asshole for no reason. Yeah. And then, and then he gets eaten, yep. and you just go, oh, "Okay, I don't know." And 
I was I was willing to give the the prem like the premise is stupid. Sure. But I was willing to give the premise the benefit of the doubt by saying like, okay, this is a world where stupid things ha- stupid things are possible. Yeah. But it's not. But it's not good enough to pull any of that off. I I, I will give a ridiculous premise credence if they're able to then if they do anything with it, but, but they the CG yeah. looks bad. The characters are uninteresting. The plot makes no sense. And the MacGuffin is just like, okay, we got to a two hour runtime on, you know, on television. It's yeah. now two and a half. It's hour 38 minutes. So that's two and a half hours on television. That's a whole primetime block. Go ahead and wrap it up. Wrap it up. Shoot Freon into the <sighs> Sharknado. Shoot an explosive into the Sharknado. Yeah. yeah it's, fire a laser down from space to stop the Sharknado. They're not good. They're not good. They're not even good movies, right? They're flicks. They're not even good flicks. Yeah. Right? You've got movies, you've got films, and you have flicks. And movies are, are they have a little bit of craft, but they're mostly just reading popcorn and killing some time. Yep. You have films, which suck. <laughs> and they call itself a film is garbage. And then you have flicks, where it's one of those things, it's like a Predators or a expendables expendables that's a great example of flicks where you turn your brain off you enjoy the dumb action uh-huh. you enjoy the threadbare plot and you just kind of have fun through it and then it's over and you go oh it's fun and you never watch it again yeah because yeah. if you've ever watched it again your brain will turn back on <laughs> but sharknado doesn't even hit the criteria of flick no I think if I hadn't, if you guys had been sober, you would have buzzed on those movies a oh, lot yeah. sooner oh, than yeah. you did. Oh yeah, no doubt. No, that was that was absolutely amazing. We had how quickly we, you guys got hammered, just slaughtered. I mean, I had six drinks after dinner. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't drink that much. <laughs> but I figured John would be able to hold it too. But he was gone yeah, too. True. But they were, they were, yeah. Huh. Yeah, you're right. We had the the five boroughs. The five boroughs of New York City. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty good. Uh two I think two of them are two two of them are good. Yeah, you, the coconut rum one and the one with the OJ and the gin. Or the one with the, the Manhattan. You don't even remember which one which one's which. I I mean I remember them, but oh, I, truly the Staten Island was the only one that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. I finished all of them. That's true. He did. But an old fashioned will be any of those any day. Yeah, that is also true. Yeah. What did I make the old fashioned with? I think I just, oh, I think I made it. Oh, yeah. I made it with the uh, Barrel Reserve bourbon. But you guys were long gone before then. Uh, No, you didn't make an old fashioned. You made Manhattan. No, no. I made the old fashioned with John's Barrel Reserve bourbon i made the manhattan with the rittenhouse rye gotcha we we also had old fashions yeah that was the sixth no i I was no i said six because we also had the peanut butter whiskey oh that was awful i I liked it oh so i had seven drinks that that's a little more yeah that's one more that's one more one more (laughs) drink uh yeah well i just have to say you guys are you guys are weak yeah and uh, you need better livers. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> cyborg liver time. Well, this has been Here's What I'll Get. I'm Tab Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Catch you guys next week. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
בוסי. If you want to call into the Here's Again Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can leave us a voicemail on the Discord under voicemail upload. Were you showing me that your good burger was delivered? No. Yeah, I'm going to break it. I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm, you're going to stay here. I'm going to drive over and break <laughs> your movie and then I'm going to come back. I I'm can't, gonna... I can't hear what you're saying because I've got pickles in my ears. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh. If we if you bring that to movie night, you don't get a buzzer. If everyone else buzzes, you're done. You're not gonna hold us hostage with your buzz. John likes the movie. Does he? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. No, 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 no. He liked it as a child. He hasn't seen it as an as an adult. I think he has. This one says transcription not available, so I think oh, it's boy. uh it's it's a uh, tunnel. I think it's probably just silence. And it was. Oh. How about that? Yeah auto call or something that one's from a 704 number so i think it's just an auto dial we got one here from the voicemail hotline hey guys dead home so i got a fucking don't get for you uh new explorer for some reason sometimes the bluetooth just doesn't fucking work so i have to listen to old-fashioned radio no that's awful it's not bad because i have a couple rock stations where i'm from and by rock i mean like heavy metal alice and chains type shit but it's it's still like what the fuck man just I, my grandpa paid too much for this goddamn car to have nothing in it that works. It's like I bought a fucking Chevy. <laughs> uh, the trick is to get one of those FM transmitters. So if your, uh, if your Bluetooth doesn't work to the car, just fucking use the Bluetooth transmitter. Uh, I don't. Doesn't look like there's any voicemails in the Discord. So we've got one left here from Boner Guy sixty nine. Hey guys, Boner Guy sixty nine. That's a really fucking good point you've got there, uh, Tab, about the higher-than-normal issue from last week. Um, what I'd uh, say, though, is it's pretty obvious what they've actually done is fired all of their call-answering staff and then just kept the best ones who work from home and are probably spending most of the day wanking, so that's why it takes them longer to answer your call. Um, I don't know what a cock solution story is, but I wish we had those around here. That sounds like fun. <laughs> All right, cheers, guys. Thanks for a great show. It's it what we call sex shops. Here. It does sound like fun, but it's <laughs> actually the opposite. <laughs> it's it's solutions for your cock. Yeah, the uh, they're just the cable company it's has the cable physical company stores physical store. for some reason. For some reason. Which I guess is better than the way it used to be because it used to be like you had to go find some shady warehouse to turn in your your equipment if you canceled service. But now yep. at least you can just go in to the Cox Solution store and drop stuff off or pick stuff up. It's like how phone companies have stores. The cell phone companies. Cell phone but companies. cell phone companies sell you something, right? You go in, you check out the different phones. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah. this is nice. You go into the Cox Solution store and it's just like, it's like a waiting room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? And they have, they have, sofas and they have some tables with computers at them and you go in and take a number and they go they call your name and then you or your number and you go up there and you say yeah i need internet for my house and they ask you your you know what's your address one two three four suck dick at lane and they go yeah we can install this here we're gonna need to rip you off a bunch of money because i <laughs> i went in um 
I went into a Cox Solution store once to move my internet from one house to another. We moved from one apartment to a house. And when I went in, the guy was like, oh, yeah, there's been, not been, there hasn't been service there for over eight months. So it's going to require professional installation, which is going to be $75. At the time I was in college, not making a lot of money. And I thought, I don't want to pay $75. Yeah, yeah. So he, and it can't, it couldn't happen like the next day. It needed to happen. It was going to have to happen the next week. So some time passes. The next day, I realized that I'm going to be out of town and we're not going to be available on this install day. So I call the number and I say, yeah, I need to cancel that appointment and make a new one. And the lady on the phone says, uh, well, do you want to just self-install? And I said, I was told that self-install wasn't an option because the it's been closed yeah. for more than eight months. And the lady said, no, 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 there's service active there right now. Like it's set to... And I said, so why did the guy in the store tell me that I it required professional installation? I had to pay 75 bucks. And she goes, oh, I don't know. So I called the store and complained. And the manager said, I have no idea where he would have heard that. From you, you have no fucking idea where he would have You think he just made that up yeah. to make the company? You told him to say that. And uh, from then that point forward, I was like, I'm never going to one of those fucking stores again. I'll do everything over the phone. But it would be nice if I go in and you know have him suck my dick. Of course. That that's the ideal professional world. courtesy. Professional courtesy. As long as you're gonna fuck me, you might as well make sure I finish too. Yeah. Yeah. But well, that's our episode two twenty two. I hope the people enjoyed the live stream. You can, if you didn't join us to the live stream, you can watch this on video. Oh, that whole time I didn't have both of us on the screen. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> uh, you can watch the live stream. You can watch the video recap. Hopefully what this means is we're going to start live streaming so that I can attach the videos to the episodes as they go out to patrons. People can watch it if they want to watch it. We might clip some of these and put out clips on the internet. We'll see, though. So far, this is the smoothest this has gone compared compared to every other time we've yeah, tried. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for supporting the show. Catch you next week.